Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Season 2 is here, and we got a three-episode pack to kick off our off-season shenanigans. And this is our third and final episode of that pack. So we took a break, and thanks to the NFL Combine, there's a crazy slate of news. (sighs) What else is there to say? So we brought in a third party to shoot takes, and who else? Did we bring? But our guy Christian making his season debut. So hear what was said by sitting back. Know the madness is coming and enjoy the show. All right, gentlemen, we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. We got so much to get to. Very exciting Thursday. Christian back with us. All sorts of news coming in today and things that have happened over the last couple of days. Uh, so much to get to. How are y'all look? How are y'all feeling tonight? Man, I'm feeling stressed, but not stressed out like John Morant lately. So don't worry. I'm, I'm just wow. a little. I'm just coming out with that out of the <laughs> Just coming out swinging today, folks. We're coming out swinging today, but no. In other words, in other words, in other words, we're, we're feeling great. Um, we're feeling great because we're not like John Moran. So, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, man. Same over here. I'm stressed, but I'm not Sean Kemp's stress. Um, so <laughs> I'm just I'm here, just hoping I get that notification that Lamar resigns. Uh, but we'll get to that later. Yes. Oh man. Okay. So. <laughs> there's <laughs> to get to um and obviously i'm very excited to talk about lamar with christian but because we haven't done this in a while i do even though even all the news lately to give him his respect because it did happen a while ago but we weren't able to go to talk about it uh Derek carr going to the saints um turn back the clock a little bit christian called that um yeah what are what are y'all's thoughts on that um i'll, I'll let y'all go first I mean, let's give the floor to Christian. I mean, a round of applause. That was just an amazing take. We like you knew we. He said it. He looks good in black, and that that was all we needed to see. You know, and sure enough, I think that was the first picture they posted was him in black and gold. That was the first picture. They didn't use no other jersey except the black because it was too easy to Photoshop them on. Like the fact that screw. First of all. Screw Jeremy Fowler, you're awful analyst, you're awful insider. Don't even take insider off your bio because first, you've been bad mouthing Lamar this entire time. Get out of here. Second of all, you've been this entire time going, Oh, the Jets are gonna sign Derek Carr. The Jets are on the brink of signing Derek Carr. Literally, he tweets that the morning of two hours later, Derek Carr to Saints. Like, That's screw wrong. you, dude. <laughs> screw you, dude. Like, yeah, so you're 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 definitely a credible insider. Thumbs up for you, buddy. You need to put insider on your tag, man. You need to put. You might have I'm to put to. secret NFL insider. <laughs> Look, I got all the juices, but uh, Derek Carr, Splat, Ian Rapport. I need my credit. I said it. It just, it just seemed right. He's in a good scenario. Do I think he's gonna take them to a deep playoff run? Hell no. But it's a solid, just average career. There you go. Essentially, nothing special coming out of it. But. I just think out of all the scenarios he could have been, it's probably the best one. I would argue probably second, 
Panthers, honestly. I, I wouldn't put the Jets up there. I, I, I don't see him and the Jets doing good. There's another fellow out there that's following the footsteps of another fellow QB. Uh, that one is also another problem. <laughs> so we'll see how things transpire. Um, so, but yeah. And Colby, you got your got your <laughs> final thoughts on Carr now. Yeah, I mean, I agree with some of what you said there, Christian. Obviously, props to you for nailing the take. I do think the only thing I would disagree with that you said is um, I do think Carolina is a better fit. I would have picked Carolina if I was him, just because solely I'm not a very, as y'all as have said many times, I'm not a Dennis Allen guy. I think Frank Reich is a much better coach. So just because of that and the Saints cap situation, I would have picked Carolina. But, like, yeah, Saints could easily win that division now. I mean, it's the worst division I've ever seen. So, like, they have a real good chance. Am I the only one that didn't know Dennis Allen was already a head coach beforehand? Like, I had no clue this dude was the head coach of the Raiders back then. Like, am, I, am I just missing forgot. this out of my memory? Like, I don't I don't remember him being the head coach. I remember we looked I mean, at it. It was Carr's rookie year. He was the coach, and then he got yeah. fired. <laughs> I, was, I was like, when was this guy head coach? I thought the Saints job was his first ever head coaching game. Nope. Completely wrong on that. Like you know. six games. <laughs> you know, and like we said, we weren't really even like too outstanding with, you know, how Dennis Allen did last season. But I think having a guy like Derek Carr and with that defense that they have, it depends on what weapons they keep this season and what everyone's completely forgotten what's going on with Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he has exactly. a trial at the end of summer. <laughs> he has it like that. That is the most mistimed trial. <laughs> Like, that thing is going to be right at the end of summer, like, right smack dab. I think it was, like, July 30th or something. So, it's (laughs) – everyone forgets Alvin. So, Saints is going to be interesting to begin with. But I do agree. I think it – was it the best team for them? Yes. In my opinion, yes, just because of the Dennis Allen factor. Even though Colby had to remind me a few times on this podcast about that. I did think it could make some sense, even though there wasn't much success. I know, Colby, you're giving me that look. You're like, you're already about to correct me. But there wasn't much success. But you're going back to Zoom, you know. And let's be real. Christian, I'm with you on the ESPN reporters lately. Is Diana Rossini coming out saying the Jets think that this man's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback? have been awful lately. They have been awful. I mean, that is true, but to to be fair, like, the one thing it could be is, like, the Jets might have not thought they could get Rodgers, and then that's why they were trying to get Carr, and then maybe something found out. They're like, you could actually get Rodgers, and they were like, all right, we'll screw Carr. Um, But also, yes. So, and, you know, and the fact is that the end of that meeting, though, telling them that he's the number two guy, like, they were like, yeah, we're still going to wait for uh, Rodgers, so. I didn't like that. Yeah, I don't know, but it's like that. Spin zone on that. There could be the transparency key about that. Like, you know, it could be respectable. Like, at the end of the day, it's a business. So, the same thing, like, it could be spin zone. Like, okay, like, you appreciate, like, they're transparent. Like, you are the number two yeah. guy. And maybe he was, like, realistic. So, I'm like, yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, like, top five quarterback of all time. Like, or you can't be bombed. So, as long as, like, that's probably a spin zone on it, like, you know, at least they were transparent about things. Maybe that could have been the, the good play of things, but could have been another way. I, I like that spin zone because. If you think about it, the Saints, weren't they the only team to offer them a trade? Yeah. So he's still loyal to the guys that offered him, too, if you think about he it. screwed Raiders. He said, I have you guys. Oh, that's it. That was the right move. That was the right move. Yeah. 
Yeah, screw the Raiders. Turned out to be a home run. I think I think that obviously turned out to be a home run move for him. Because let's be real, if they would have went with that trade, they probably would have gotten picks, and we probably would have almost figured out where Rodgers is going to end up. So that probably would have swayed the Packers a little bit more. But let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about that bad man in the North that he might be hopefully getting the hell out of the North. Everybody, <laughs> let's hear the bells. Here, I hear him. I hear him. Can I, Holy, sorry. Go ahead. You want to say something? Go I was, was going to say one more thing about the Saints quickly. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say, but yes, we'll get to that. But I was just going to say, um, Nick Wright had probably the funniest and take I've ever heard. I don't know if y'all saw what he said about the Saints, but he was like talking about like their cap situation, how they keep just moving all this money in the future and having all these huge cap dead hits every year. He was like, the Saints run their team. Like they have Intel. The league is about to fold in three years. <laughs> that's how they're just running their team. I was like, that's pretty funny because it's true. Like it's crazy that they just continue to like operate their team this way. It's like the people that say um the the auto market or the housing market is about to crash here soon. You guys been staying there for the past two years now. When will it happen? Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, please don't happen. I'm trying to find a house, right? I'm trying to find a place to live. Um, I need a I need a, so. All right, Rogers, Colby, you interrupted my good times. Sorry, continue. Hear the bells, everybody. No, I'm kidding. I can't hear the bells. Have already been silenced. Um, just like uh, Rogers was for those what four days, and then he goes on the Aubrey Aubrey show. I forgot what the first name was, but he's saying some interesting stuff. And when he said some stuff, they came back and said some stuff back. Folks, I'm going to ask you guys before you guys obviously know what I want to ha- want to happen out of Rogers. I just want to hear what you guys think is going to end up happening with Rogers. I think he's. They're either going to trade him or he walks. I mean, it's or he like retires, like because it seems like they do not want him. Like it's not him, him forcing his way out this time. Like the rumors were, it's them being like, we don't want this guy anymore. Like they want to play Jordan Love, I think. So I think they're going to play Jordan Love. Like I think he's either going to retire or be on the Jets, and he probably wants sixty million dollars. So as much as I've always said, like this is crazy Rogers drama is never going to move. I do think it's like actually going to happen this time. I'm on the same wavelength. I think it's interesting. I've been saying this since the entire time. I feel like it's been looming. We're on the cups of it. Like it's, it just makes sense on both ends. Like at the same time, like on the Packers side of things, you have Jordan Love still on his rookie contract. I don't think they picked up his fifth year option. So I think this is like, they have to this decide. Fourth year? This summer, they have to decide. So, so, if I'm the Packers, pick it up because you're not you. You're only going to have this man for one year, <laughs> um. So you're in a tough situation there. And let's say Rogers does say, "What the fuck do you do with Jordan Love? Like, what do you what do you do with him?" And and, and Rogers is like, "Dude, you just need to see or you just try something new." But you did say you weren't going to follow Brett Favre's footprint, <laughs> and here we are at the end of a career. To the New York Jets, like you could have picked any other team. But the Jets, he doesn't go to the Vikings, man. I was gonna say excited to have Aaron Rodgers in two years. Jalen's gonna have Aaron Rodgers here in two years. I'm gonna be sitting here on this podcast uh, if that happens with the Aaron Rodgers jersey, man. How about that? If that happens, that'll probably be. I'll get that jersey before I get a Kirk Cousins one. 
when did Kurt get his contract extension? Like, what is the timeline like looking like? I think we just might have thrown an extra year at him. I want to say, but at the same time, I want to say this is his last year. I want to say this is his last year on contract. So, hypothetically, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers could like it. It also wouldn't shock oh, me right. because Aaron Rodgers just loves stirring the pot, and he just loves. <laughs> No, he likes stirring the pot. That's for sure. The tea kettle is strong, and he's called out like the reporters. Like I, I praise him for that, dude. Like, dude said, y'all don't know me. Like, what do y'all say? Because he dunked on um Rappaport and Schefter like weeks ago, which is hilarious. He's like, you guys got your report wrong. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but the New York Jets, like, if Aaron Rodgers gets there, they're a sneaky, sneaky team. They got all the pieces. Defense on tack. They just got Chuck Clark from here from us on Baltimore. Chuck Clark, solid dude. He's solid. Like he's not like he's not like a superstar, but he's not a blood. He's literally just a, a leader essentially. Hard hitting safety. Will make the tackles. Play with the tight ends. Play drops down with the linebackers. Makes the blitz. Solid leader. I Chuck, thanks for your time here. But we knew it was on a countdown when draft to Kyle Hamilton. Um, but Jets, man, they could they could. They're at 250 right now to win the division. They're in second place, so they're the Vandals already anticipating Aaron Rodgers to sign. <laughs> I don't know if they should be that high. I I agree that like obviously they he can't be worse than what they had last year, and they do have a lot of really great pieces. But at the end of the day, like I still don't fear the Jets too much, even if they do have Rodgers. Like yes, they could be dangerous and maybe be in the playoffs, but like come on, this is the AFC, buddy. Like, there's way, way more scarier things out there than 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. So, like, they maybe, yeah, they maybe get a playoff. Uh, but, like, I don't think they're a real, like, top contender. I think this I don't is, know. I don't know. I just keep thinking of their young core they have right now. With Brees Hall going to come back, Garrett Wilson, like. <laughs> and the thing is also what I found funny was that, like, all these Jets players, like, sauce are, like, already advocating for Aaron Rodgers to, like, be there, like, Zach Wilson, like, yeah, it's still there. Like, how do you think he's feeling? Especially because they're wearing what, Mike White t shirts, man. And they're, <laughs> like, what? And they're wearing Mike White. They're like, how do you think Mike White and them are feeling? They're like, oh, okay. They already said, screw off already. They already said. Um, but the thing is, didn't Zach Wilson say at his end of the year presser that, like, he was going to give whoever came in a living hell, like, in their life? Yeah. Well, you'll try. You'll <laughs> try. Dude, no, he's terrible. He's the, he's the of all the quarterbacks in like the last like at least five years. He's easily the worst boss, easily. All right, guys, you guys are obviously saying he's coming back, but just from the way you guys are already talking about how you're not as concerned about him being on the Jets, I'm going to ask you this question again: sixty million dollars is that really worth it for playing on the Jets if you're Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> is that yeah. worth it? Yes. That's what you're asking yourself. You're million million a lot. Yeah, I, I would I would think about like you're Aaron oh. Rodgers, you already completed everything. For I mean, but it's really the Jets. You guys have been, even you guys have said it. Yeah, it's a lot of weapons. Yeah, they're gonna do a lot, but you're an AFC. Like this is still, but still <laughs> sixty million. And also, do you really think, like, you know how Aaron Rodgers is. Do you really think that, like, he wants to share, if he retires, he wants to share his uh, Hall of Fame day with Tom Brady? 
who's like obviously have a way bigger. He, he doesn't care about that. He wants to have he his own effects. He has to play. He, 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 he said he doesn't care about that. He cares about that. Yes. You know yeah. that you know Central he cares about. Play also, Colby, to your point, I did think of one. Josh Rosen. Um, so I, I do have the one. Yeah, but Zach Wilson was number two pick, man, and he is horrible. Josh Rosen had what, like five starts? <laughs> He's bad. Yeah, <laughs> those are the two worst. But I just feel like Zach Wilson was more hyped. Guys are awful, man. <laughs> Guys are awful. All right. So, uh, speaking of quarterbacks that were drafted by the Jets. Wait, can I say one, one quarterback got himself a rebound? Colby, go ahead. What do you got? I wanted to say a mean thing to you, but you can go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what do you got, Colby? <laughs> I was just going to say, if I was you, the Packers make me more nervous with Jordan Love at quarterback than 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers at this oh, point. Oh, my God. You already said this before. I'm not afraid of Jordan Love. Just because it's an unknown factor. Like, yeah, he might be cool. It isn't an unknown factor. I've seen four games of this dude stink. Dude, the thing is, the back Kobe's point, the history mark also is there, especially because this man is about to go to the Jets. Like, it's just like he moves around. He's got a pretty nice arm. He, the last game he played was way better than all the other ones. Okay, I mean, I mean, like, I'm not like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not really, I'm not. The reason is, is it's more or less the the Packers' offense, just the Packers as a team. Really, we don't know what's going on with them. I think I feel like that in its whole self. Where I know the Vikings' offense is probably going to be a top five offense next season. You telling me Jordan Love's going to be able to come, keep up with a top five offense well, after we seen the Packers' defensive woes from last season? And sure, you can say. That all oh, they were rally, they were turning up the gears, but they still lost to the Lions at home in a playoff game environment. I'm not complaining. In a must-win situation, you telling me that? No, nah, man, I'm not. Nah. Trust me, I'm more concerned about Jared Goff and those Lions. Still oh well, yeah, obviously. Than the Jordan Love obviously. Packers. Sorry. I agree with that. You know, I agree with a lot of. Tell me which one sounds more threatening, Colby: Jordan Love and the Packers, or Jared Goff and the Lions? Definitely, yeah. Obviously, Goff and the Lions because they're more proven. The unknown factor; it could happen. There's a world where it does. So, um, but yeah, I mean that's a fair point. I don't know if the Vikings can have a top five offense though, since they're about to cut Adam Thielen. We'll see, man. We'll see. Adam Thielen was uh, wasn't even doing that as much as you think he was. That's true. But <laughs> back on track, uh, Geno Smith, the other Jets quarterback to be drafted, he got a rebound chance in Seattle. Three years for $75 million. Colby, what is your reactions on uh, on old Geno Smith getting his second chance, I guess? I mean, he definitely earned it. It's well-deserved. It's pretty cool. Like, I, obviously, he should be the starter next year. Um like, I still don't fully believe that he's going to continue to be good. Why well, I need to see it again. Like, it was just a bizarre, something I've never seen before. So I need to see like, another season. But, like, he definitely had a great year, obviously. Um, I still think they're going to pick a quarterback at five, even though they re-sign him. I still would. Because even Pete Carroll said, like, we're not going to have the number five pick again. So, like, we obviously have to consider it. Like, Geno's still in his 30s, even though he did have his great year. I think they will be the Anthony Richardson team. Is my big sneaky takeaway from that. Dad, I'm on the same page. Anthony Richardson smells Seattle all over it because of 
the comments he made, like him and Pete, he felt like him and Pete had a different connection. Um, it's it's the freakish athleticism that I think is driving like that. Seattle needs that spark. They need how when Russell was like back in the prime, like he gave those fans life. He gave twelve man fun. Like they had something to root for. And I think Anthony Richardson, even though he's complete raw talent, he has the potential to do that for Seattle. I think it's a I think it's ideal fit for him. Gino, Gino, hey, well deserved play day, man. You did it at the right time when it was well deserved. I, if I was a Seattle Seahawks, probably would have gave him a two-year deal with a one-year option just because I got to see him do this at least one more year to be comfortable enough. But good for you, Gino. Hey, praise to you, but I think they're going to take a QB. And the QBs are now starting more and more to push up, especially with the Jalen Carter uncertainty because there is only going to be, I would say, Will Anderson, that's probably going to be the oddball that's going to be drafted in the top five. That's not a QB. Well, boys, obviously Geno Smith did have a good comeback season. He's only getting paid 25 a year, so it's not like the worst toll. And he, I think he just came out and said that he's fine with mentoring a guy. I think that came with the, I think that came with the price tag. So my question for y'all before we move on is, and I thought of this. Is he like Alex Smith? Is he like in a position to be like Alex Smith? Like the way you guys, you know, you guys are already saying they're, they're projecting to get, you know, a young quarterback. He has a chance to be in Alex Smith positions here. No, yeah, I agree with that because their roster is going to be better because they also have, they still have another first round pick that they don't have to use on the quarterback. So, like, no, I totally agree with you there. Um, I think it's going to be like, I still think Seattle will be good. I don't know how good, but be in the mix um and anthony richardson like we said would be perfect because that dude needs to sit a full year definitely maybe more like if he plays next year i can guarantee you he'll be the worst quarterback in the league because i watched that dude because the last time i saw him play he threw 10 i think it was like 10 or 11 consecutive incompletions against florida state and he only played like 13 college games so like the talent is incredible but he is not ready if he goes out there as a rookie it will be unlike anything you've ever seen. It will be so bad. I agree. I, th- I think it's the perfect scenario for him to coach, especially because Gino's been through it. He's been through the lows here. Like, he knows how to rise back up to the occasion. I think he'll be a perfect mentor for whoever comes in. And then, let's say a year, it's like they think sure. that dude's going to have to sit here. Like, the dude has raw potential talent, but that is not something that comes straight to the gate of. Mentor under Gino, especially Gino. You know, I mean, it's pretty athletic himself. I mean, he doesn't show it too often, but, I mean, he, he has it in him as well. Um, but coming in year two from now, maybe write out Gino's entire contract if Gino does, like, good solid. Because Gino's probably, I want to say, in his mid-30s, somewhere around there right now. Um, so it's a good scenario. Um, but it's going to be very interesting how that draft ends up. It's... <laughs> It's turning into a doozy. And Anthony Richardson is probably the most beneficial person to come out of that combine since John Ross, I would say. When John Ross posted a 40-yard record, John Ross was supposed to be a late first-round pick, and that man got the first wide receiver pick by who? The Cornballs at the, I think, nine slots. Like, dude, what? And that dude's busted. So, uh, shout out, shout out to the Cornballs. 
Want to throw a little jab. <laughs> don't worry, Christian. That time's coming. The time is coming. I've documented some of their recent actions. So don't worry. That time will be coming. <clears throat> However, there's still a lot of quarterback actions we're looking at here. There's uh, Danny Dimes is no longer throwing dimes. He's throwing hunnets. <laughs> and uh, he has signed a four-year contract for $40 million. Colby, actually, spin this actually to Christian. Christian, how do you feel about this? I'm not a fan of it. I am not a fan of it, dude. Like, four years? And, like, what has he done? <laughs> I understand he's been solid, but 40 million. Like, okay, 40 million is probably the maximum that he should have got. The very tip top. I, I was talking to my coworker that same day. I was like, they cannot offer him a dollar more than $40 million because it is simply just not going to be worth it. And they came out for four years. I'm like, oh, I would have probably liked a three-year deal just to probably stay with them. But four is asking a lot, man. Especially in this day and age. I mean, they've got the tax Saquon. Saquon's on a $10 million cap hit, I think, because of the franchise tag. So beneficial for them. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable. <laughs> and Colby, your your quarterback's nice, safe, and secure. So, what's going on? How do you feel about this? Um. Yeah. I mean, I kind of saw it coming. Like, I agree with pretty much everything that Christian said. It's definitely way too much. Like, it's that's I like Daniel, and I like Daniel Jones more than most people. Like, I like what he did this year. I do believe that they should have kept him. I would have not let him walk out the door. But I don't know if I would have gave him that, but maybe the market you had to. I mean, in three years, that'll look like nothing. Guys will be probably getting like 60 mil. I mean, the numbers that some of these guys are about to get are going to be crazy. Um, but it is still, yeah, a lot. So, um, yeah, it's too much. But I do think, to be fair, I think it does seem like they structured it. So it's really like two years they're fully committed. And then it seems like the last two years they can get out of it if they need to more easily. So it's like two years full bag, and then they'll continue to pay him if he's good, but they can get out of it kind of after a couple of years. But still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, nice little side bid into the contract there. Like that. Um, I did not know about that little side bit there. But that does make things a little bit more interesting for the Giants because when you think about it, you did do good with Dave Ball last year. But my question, obviously – my question would be, I guess, do you think Dayball will still be shopping for a quarterback during this time? No. Nah. No chance. Their roster still has a lot of holes. Like, no. They I don't. Yeah, I would I at least for this year. Okay. It's for okay. a year from now, and he struggles this year. Mm, that maybe the, the smoke starts being paid. I don't, I don't think they have the money to do that right now. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, before we go into the other uh, star players <laughs> testing the market, I think, Christian, you know this is, has been coming. Your water bottle is empty. There's nothing left you can do. <laughs> it's time to talk about the inevitable. Lamar Jackson has been tagged. Non-exclusive, if I'm correct. I'll let you take the floor and bring us just your first general thoughts. And... Uh, how are the Ravens going to keep them? That's that's the that's the main thing. Because right now, a lot of people are thinking of the okie doke. So, 
Let's see it. Oh, all right. Colby just gave us a timer. <laughs> I got the second one lined up, but just so you know, Christian, I want you to get cut off. Right. No, okay, I got it. I got it. But no, so I mean, of course. Okay, we'll start with the fandom piece of me. The fandom piece of me, like, you know, Die Hard doesn't think about the facts and everything. Of course, I would want the exclusive tag 1000%. That I wouldn't want to risk my player going out. But then, of course, the realism and, like, you know, kind of sit back, breathe, not, like, have a hard attack over it. It's a smart way to go about things. Simple as that. One, Lamar doesn't have an agent. This would have got done a long time ago if Lamar would have had an agent and having a guiding ear and not have the NFLPA in his ear. Because that is probably the biggest driving factor between this. It is NFLPA versus the owners. This is not Lamar versus Baltimore. It's between those two. So, with the non-exclusive tag, um, and Lamar's not the only quarterback that's been at this superstar level that's gotten this. I mean, we've gone through, I, I saw a list the other day, there's been multiple quarterbacks that have gone through a similar process where they couldn't get a deal done until literally after they got tagged. Payne Manny was prime example, one of those. So, with this, this gives both parties the fair reason to go about ways to find the money the perfect set the mark let the market tell where the money is going to be at because i am 1000 percent confident no matter where that money's at baltimore will match you can't let him walk out on two first round picks that's not going to happen with the market because what happens is is that lamar and another team they have until july 15th to figure this out, because that's the timeline right there. If anything is done after July 15th until week 10 of the NFL season, if something happens between that time frame, it's only a one-year deal. No team is going to do that for a one-year deal and two first-round picks. That's not going to happen. So realistically, we're looking at right now between now and July 15th. If the team offers a Lamar a contract that he sets, he obviously loves the money. That's the biggest strength. Lamar wants money. He's a 24, 30-year-old guy right now has no agent, wants the money. Of course he does. He deserves it. He's a unanimous MVP. He's literally Baltimore. We're literally poverty without him. Like, we're simply nothing. Like, he knows that. Let another team offer him the money that finally comes to agreements in. Baltimore's going to match it. He can't. Like, the only thing he can do is literally accept it and then hold out if he doesn't like it, if he truly doesn't want to be here in Baltimore. He, no matter what, if Baltimore matches it, he has to accept it. Plain and simple. It's it's just the common ground that should be found right there. Let Mark let and I think more players should do this. Find what your price is, find what you deserve to be at. Let your team decide if they want to match it. And if they want to match it, great. You get to stay where you're at with the money you want it. Plain and simple. So that's that's the logical way I'm looking at. It. I'm not starting anymore, but just because I I'm under the impression that Baltimore is going to match it. And especially, it's I'm, I'm getting backtracked by all these teams that are not even going to want to offer Lamar because they know Baltimore is going to match that money. They know that money is going to be high. A lot of owners don't want to give him the guaranteed money that way he's asking. If it sometime comes down to that, Baltimore still is going to match it. They And that's what the reports are coming out. They know Baltimore. They don't want to do – they don't want to do the work for Baltimore and setting all – going through all this process – and not be able to get Lamar in the end because Baltimore is going to match it. Like, that's doing a lot of work for nothing. And essentially right now, a report came out today. If a team reaches out to Lamar, 
he agrees to it, they're essentially using up all their money for their cap space and can't use that cap space they've used on the pending free agents that are about to happen here on the 15th. They're going to miss out on all the top talent. So, logical to me, not stressing. I'm, I, I've been saying this for the past, I think, two years. I'm not worried. He's staying. He's staying in Baltimore. But, of course, the fandom of me is like, oh, man, why couldn't this get done? But it's a business. Simple. My only question for you right now off the bat, you referenced it at the beginning, I think, a little bit. Are you saying there's a little bit of collusion going on with these Lamar deals going on? Lamar oh, and these owners? One I don't know. Okay, so this thing. The funny part is, yeah, you, yeah. The funny, funny side of me, you have this collusion, and everything. But logical side of me, these owners had a year; they had a whole year to talk among themselves. Also, like you know, chat, like hey, I'm not paying that. Like if someone asks for that, I'm not paying for that. Like, is that a borderline collusion? Yeah, but like at the same time, like they've had a year to discuss this. And when they were the Sean situation is a little bit different because they were trading. The other teams didn't know what the other team was offering. No one knew who the, the Browns were offering. That was completely out the park. So it, it's a whole oddball situation. It's, let's say, it's, I just think the owners, a lot of them, they've not really going to want to do this again, go through this whole carousel, because once the second one happens, then the third one happens, the fourth one happens, and they don't want to turn to an NBA. So I, I just think a lot of them, have just gathered the information over a year to really not go for that. <laughs> mm. All right, Christian, my part of this Lamar scrutiny is almost up. My only question for you is you're a GM, not a DaCosta. What are you going to do? Like if this doesn't happen, like if no, the no, like if you were into Costa shoes, I guess I should have phrased it better. If you're okay. into Costa shoes, what would you do? If, if I'm in Eric's shoes, I'm literally just let in. I'm going to continue to keep the relationship going. Yeah, I'm going to keep checking in with Lamar. But okay, here's our updated deal. Essentially, like, what are your thoughts? Get your feedback, essentially. Keep the relationship warm. Don't like completely go cold feet and be like, oh, we're just going to let you know the market take it. Yeah, let the market set the price. But of course, keep the communication going. Show that you're valley interested. Show them that you he, he's literally the team. Just speak to him as a person. He has no agent, so you don't have to put up a fake act and all this. No, you're talking one-on-one on literally a superstar human being. Just let him let him do his own thing. Like as simple as that. Like I think that's that's fakes volumes when you don't come in, you know, speaking, putting pressure on him. Because that's a it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a young guy. So let him, of course, he wants the money, but be that reassurance, warm figure, and once that, whatever, if it's our own deal or someone else's deal, match it, and we set forth for the next, next season. Simple as that. There you go, folks. Nice one. Hopefully the cost ever, I hope somehow, somewhere the cost gets that message. If this, if this deal doesn't, if this deal falls through, however, <laughs> fire the whole clean house. i a clean house. I will not watch football next year. I won't be on this show. I'm telling you right Jesus. now, I will not watch football. I, 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 I'll be sick to my stomach. I was sick to my stomach the whole day on, on Tuesday. I was just like, literally, like, I can't focus right now because the whole guy, even though I knew we were going to tag him, not exclusively, like, I, I was just feeling like, oh, God, like, this is happening. 
it's crazy how sports control people's lives. It really does, honestly. But like I said, clean house at this also. Clean house. Wow. You're talking Harbaugh. I mean, obviously, yep. I'm, I've been disgusted. Oh, been not Harbaugh. Oh, I disagree by, with that. Uh, Come no, on. No, no, no. No, if you no, let go of Harbaugh, no, 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 he'd be hired me, in two me, minutes. Me, it would be five minutes you would have another job. Let me see. Let Come me see. on now. Let me say my piece. Let me say my piece. I, so, Harbaugh, I love him to death. I love him to death. That man, the greatest coach of all time. But, well, but, <laughs> but, we did have Greg Roman on the staff way too long, farther than he should have been. His expiration date was about a year to two before that. And then don't get me started on the strength and conditioning coach that I have been <laughs> freaking going at for the past three years now. Do not get me started on that man. That man should have been gone a long time ago. Horrible should have got his ass out there. That is not acceptable at all. Oh, thank God. Thank God he was not on our staff still when those report cards came out because they went to the lot. We have a completely new guy. <laughs> it didn't look good either on Twitter for all the foreign players just coming at this guy. Um, but at the same time, I got I do got a statement about the wide receivers, Bateman's like thing. Like they've been I understand you haven't been healthy, but you also gotta produce at the same time as well. Like I love you, bro, but like at the same time, you gotta tell yourself too. Like, I gotta produce as well if I wanna fuck myself. Dream scenario: we trade for D Hop and we draft Jackson Smith and Jibba or Jordan Addison, nor be Sean Robinson. <laughs> I'm, that's fair. That's no, fair. no, no. Those freaking mock drafts that have B. John Robinson, I want to kick them in the nuts, and they're all <laughs> ah, like, I mean, okay, we we don't we okay. B. John Robinson is amazing. <laughs> But we don't need a draft running back. Doesn't want another running back. Yeah. Gus <laughs> Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. We have pressing <laughs> needs to get a hold of. That's true. I understand that. That's why I laughed at that too, Christian. I was like, "Oh my god, that would be so many running backs." <laughs> you know, not every. You know, I mean, for Colby, uh, you got any questions for this man? Um. Well, I did. Wow. I mean, so that was a lot of ranting there. Um, you're crazy. I'm not. I don't know if Harbaugh. Not on everything on Harbaugh. Still, I don't even know. Do you think he even has like full say on the coaching staff? Maybe he does, but he might not. I don't. Yeah. Know. yeah. I mean, the man is literally like in the year fifteen or fourteen. Now, the man. I would hope he has full control of the staff. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but I still think he's a, a great coach. I would. Oh no, no, no! Don't get me wrong. He's a fantastic coach, but like he just makes a bonehead decision making sometimes. I mean, Mike Tomlin can't hire OC. But, like, I don't want him fired. He's still great. Okay. The thing is, is that, like, how do you not listen to the fans sometimes? Like, how do you not, like, when a lot of people are on the same page, especially in sports media, too, like, are on it, too, like, you would think, like, it would just click, like. The Steelers like, just have ah. too much loyalty. They just are so loyal to everyone. <laughs> they want to give them the extra year, even if it's not going well. <laughs> uh, but, Yes. So, okay, as far as your whole rant, the one thing I'll say, it was the first thing I wanted to say, my biggest takeaway on the Lamar stuff, and even and I think it's even the collusion aspect of it is partly this. And the biggest thing you agree, I agree with you, that Lamar, I think, has totally, no disrespect to him and his family, but 
I think he's completely screwed himself over by not having an agent. Like he should have an agent. If he did have an agent, I totally agree with you. This would have been gotten done. Um, but so that I just I don't understand that. Like, but anyways, I mean, but I do think like I don't think it's quite as sunshine and rainbows as, as you're making it out to be. I understand the optimism. Like I do still think it's more than likely he's on the Ravens. But like I think it's still possible he might be on another team. It maybe isn't super likely, but like I do think he'll probably be on the Ravens. But the thing is, I was gonna say, like, all it takes is one, one crazy owner. Could it be Dan Snyder just being like, that's my password? Yeah, if you want me to put the ranking of you know <laughs> the one that I'm least most scared about, I'm not scared about any team except the commanders just because of a Dan Snyder screw it, like, oh, let me screw everyone over <laughs> type of deal <laughs> on his way out the door type stuff. Yeah. I can definitely see that. <laughs> so I agree that that's like the most likely. But Christian, if he becomes a commander, they are technically a new team. Do you do you become a commanders fan? No, I can't. That I, just, I mean, they're close. Like I was, they're closer. Oh. I, I I like I solely like I would brew him. I would brew him with every ounce of my life, but I just can't switch switch allegiance like that with them. Um, no, not to them. the FedEx. So you'll be would, you'll be making up base up in FedEx, man. I yeah, I would have to go to FedEx and I'll have to spend twenty minutes just to get to the goddamn top upper bowl just because there's one escalator. Maybe the new owners will add a new another escalator and, it, and then pay <laughs> pay pay seventeen bucks for a freaking Bud Light. Pay seventeen bucks for that Bud Light. Hey, at least you get to watch your boy Lamar Jackson, though. <laughs> but uh, I do want to say I have to throw my Vikings team into the ring because today we, this is a good transition, also a good choking transition, in my opinion, uh, because no way in Sam's hell are the Vikings making this offer. I saw it in an article. They were like, they should do it. And I'm like, no. But we are offloading two linebackers, all pro, may I add. Um, and Zadarius Smith and Eric Kendrick, someone go take them. Probably gonna be a Raven, one of them. Gonna say it right now. You guys like to pick up linebackers, or maybe even the Steelers. Honestly, I can definitely see an AFC North team taking one of the two. I would, I would say the Steelers, probably like we don't need any linebackers this year. Take Eric Kendricks, Eric Kendricks with TJ Watt. I'm telling you, that'd be nasty for maybe a season, or maybe a season, yeah, for one year. Give it a shot, yeah. But anyways, shout out to that was my little Vikings offseason cuts transition. And also, I do not believe that we'll make that uh, move for Lamar. But there are other guys and there is a star who is saying that he might test the market. Christian, you put this in our group chat a while back, a couple of days ago, and I wrote it down. Derrick Henry testing the market. Apparently, he might go and test it. It came, it came out. Um, I'm not sure who reported it, but they said it wasn't true. But I don't know, man. When there's smoke, there's fire. I think it's when there's smoke, there's fire. I think it's an interesting take, honestly. That's why I put it in here. I thought it was a really good take to consider, honestly, whether it was true or not. They're they're a full rebound. Like, what else do they have in there? Why not? Exactly. Like, why not? Like, why not? Because. Reports are coming out. They're gonna release Ryan Tannehill, probably most likely. What What else do you got left? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's not gonna want to waste a whole year of his essentially running back prime because running backs don't come as they do anymore. Like once you hit like twenty nine, thirty, man, it's 
they're kind of in a heavy decline. Like it's they don't come as anybody anymore. So if I'm Derek, I'm I'm kind of like, hey, release me, buddy. Oh, I yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, I Sorry. totally agree. I would been tried the Titans. I think probably wanted to get rid of him too. I would. Like they need to just. I totally agree with you. Like they've obviously let go of all these veterans. Like they're clearly just. It's time to blow it up. It's over. You missed your window. You got to the AFC Championship somehow that one year. That was crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, but yeah, it's over. So I agree. Definitely time for a full teardown. I would also release Tannehill. And honestly, like if you want to go up and get one of these quarterbacks, maybe to start your rebuild. But I would just go with Willis an awful roster and just go full on one bad year. Try to get Caleb Williams. Or Caleb Williams. Welcome to Tennessee, buddy. Yeah. Caleb Williams. Too, being honest or Malik Willis somehow develops a lot. And he's terrible. But that's what I would do. Actually, I'm calling my shot right now. It won't be Caleb Williams. The Tennessee Titans will get the second overall draft pick of next year. I don't know who the first overall back pick, but the Titans will screw themselves and somehow get the second. Pick. Drake May is also and they and they'll pick Drake May. They'll pick Drake May. Drake May literally reminds me of Baker. He looks like Baker. Oh, bus. He's no. Oh, bus. <laughs> oh, no, no, big disagree. He is better than Baker. It's a prospect, easily. Dude, I just can't see another UNC quarterback come out and play. Baker wasn't even supposed to go in the first round going into his last year of college. This man Drake yeah, May not even eligible yet, and they're talking about he's going to be like the top two pick. Drake May is better prospect. I disagree with that. That's that's ridiculous, guys. And honestly, how many picks would you give up? Uh, see, here's the thing: both your guys' teams don't need a running back, so I don't even know what team needs. I guess he maybe. I don't think he would go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that would be ridiculous if he did give Trevor Lawrence a great escape valve. But I like what they got going on with ETN. They already got a running back. So at the same time, you ask yourself, what team needs him, and how much Bills. would you even give? For aging running back, I mean, okay, that yeah, that is money. a good fit. Yeah. I can see a lot of money. I, I, I can see Bills or the Patriots. Patriots hey. are interesting. I could, I could see that. He did say to um that mic up. He did say someone came up to him. And was like, "How does New England sound?" He said, "I love the sound of that." So, I mean, in the Belichick system, that would be pretty ridiculous. I'm not Patriots gonna lie. definitely have that would be a home run. I think. Too. I don't know. Yeah, because that's the only thing. The Bills would be nasty, but I don't know if they can. They probably can't afford to pay a running back that much money, realistically, with all the people they have already that they're paying. Um, mm. I could see the Patriots. Mm. What about the Bears? They got all that yeah. money. Yeah, but try to get the number one pick, Derek. It could. It could, it could be because I think David Montgomery is not as where he was used to be for that one like ten game stint. Pretty sure he's a free agent. He's solid. I give him I give him solid. Yeah. Who's the other one? Who's the other one? Uh who's the other one? There's another one they have that they kind of use a lot. Herbert. Khalil Herbert. Oh yeah, Khalil Herbert. Khalil yeah. Herbert, that one. Yep. Jeez, man. No, you guys just lifted off a way better team out there came up with. But I like the Patriots a lot. And this came up with I had this written down. D hop trading rumors are going up. So which one do you think sounds better for the Patriots? Getting D Hop or getting Derrick Henry? Derrick. 
Oh, there we go. See, now we got ourselves an argument. <laughs> for them too, but I just value receiver a lot more than running back. No disrespect. But remember, you got I, Mac Jones in an offense, third year quarterback. Suck. Their receivers are bad. No, like Jacoby Myers is all right, and he's a free agent. Like and the Ravens are like looking at him. I I hate that. I absolutely hate that. We don't need another mid receiver. Um, but I I say Dan Kenner just because I can't see D Hop go to New England because of Bill O'Brien. I just can't see that happen. That's a good point. <laughs> see, at the same time, I think Colby's right. They do need a receiving help. God, they knows that everyone knows they need receiving help. But this is Belichick's system, man. You we all know Belichick make, makes no name running backs into Hall of Famers. Let's see what he does with an actual almost guaranteed Hall of Famer. I'm saying almost guaranteed because I'm not very I'm, Hall of Famer. Uh, what's what that? Yeah, he has. All right, Colby. I, I, I'm going to actually instead of doing the work myself this time. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna ask you on your on whether right since you have right. an actual computer, you, have, <laughs> um, you can go ahead and type up Bill Belichick Super Bowl winning running backs. And well, I didn't I'm say that. Sure I said Hall of Fame. Damian, I mean, dude, you're gonna see some names. You're gonna be like, dang, these guys have two, three rings, and one of them, I think, what was it, Legarrette Blunt? I think he he has better. He has like rings for Eagles and the Patriots. Like Garrett so, has like three or four, I think. Yeah, he has three rings. Like he should be a yeah, hall. He's not gonna go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, he has some good play. Dude, you should go Are watch some highlight reels of LeGarrette Blunt, Colby. See, you just see you're just so focused on the quarterback. You just have to take a position uh, to the running back. Christian, 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 Christian. Did this man is Jalen sitting here? Did he just say that he thinks LeGarrett Blunt should be in the Hall Pro Football Hall of Fame? And he's trying Colby, to tell me that what I'm other running team. backs have three rings. Dude, it doesn't matter. He's thirsty. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many better running backs there have been with Garrett Blunt? What? That, that have gotten rings? You think with Garrett Blunt? Adrian, sadly, I know my boy Adrian Peterson doesn't have a ring. I would I love to throw his hat up there. You think LeGarrette Blunt should have a hall, be in the Hall of Fame, actually? Are you serious? Yeah. That would be an argument. He has an argument. I, I, I say he has an argument. Just like how. Todd Gurley and has I don't know if he was a part of that Super Bowl team. No, he wasn't. He was well. Corey they were, Dillon. Was he a part of that loss? He was part of the one that lost, right? Gurley. Yeah. Yeah, they lost. He's not going to the Hall so of Fame either. Exactly, but guess what? Well, Garrett Blunt won three times, and he actually scored in those Super Bowls. Not going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Colby, you gotta do your research on some running backs. The man. The, pa- the Patriots probably best running back. Probably was Corey Dillon. Oh, see, look at that. Imagine what he made some guy named Corey Dillon. Some guy named Corey Dillon. Some guy. (laughs) Some guy. Okay, Jalen. So imagine what he can do with Derrick Henry. This is the whole point of the argument, folks, for anyone that thought we forgot. I'm sorry. I just I just got sidetracked when you told me that LeGarrette Blunt should be in the hall. I just I can't get past. Count the rings, Cole. Count them rings. Everything else you're saying is just ringing on deaf ears. Dude, yeah, dude, James White. Dude, James, James White's a Hall of Famer, bro. He's scoring the winning touchdown. You're talking about like, Michelle <laughs> that carry the team. Just because Yo, you were on a team that won rings, agree with okay. me. I guarantee. Okay. No, 
is uh is James Jones gonna be in the Hall of Hall of Fame? That guy who played with LeBron on all those teams and won championship is um is what's his name? Uh Patrick McCaw that was on the Warriors. I wouldn't be surprised if James Jones, I would not be surprised if James Jones got his n- number retired. <laughs> Did they retire Kevin Love's number? I guess at this rate, I wouldn't be surprised if James Jones got his number retired. No, he will not. I guarantee you he will not. He's a role player on the bench. What are you talking about? Dude, Mario Chambers is a Hall of Famer. Mario Chambers. There you go. That's Colby, see? I do love Mario Chambers. I was always a big Mario Chalmers guy because he was so good at Kansas. (laughs) All right. Let's get back on track, folks. Colby, your love-hate relationship has an update. Brock Purdy, I had to do a Google search on this today. <laughs> Brock Purdy is projected to have surgery tomorrow. So everyone in good faith, hopefully he gets a good surgery and safe recovery. But delayed. This surgery for a while. So what are your guys' opinions on the fact that the 49ers, once again, will be going into another NFL season with no clue as to who should be starting their quarterback besides, of course, Colby's fanboy, Trey Lance. Christian, who do you think they should start? Brock. If he can't play, though, you gotta have it's gonna be Trey. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to start Trey. Like you're gonna have to. Like you can't just bring someone else in. Trey's gonna get like at least one or two games. I do agree that obviously, like Brock's been better to the point this point, and like Brock should be the guy when he comes back. But if Trey Lance plays good, like it's gonna stay out there. Yeah, they did say that if Brock gets his surgery this week, he'd be like right on the timeline to start week one. But that's pushing it. I wouldn't like want to like push it. So Trey's gonna get like one or two weeks, I think. I just don't think they're gonna give up on Trey Lance yet. It's the third pick in the draft, and he's only played. They did give up. Didn't they trade up? Four games. Yeah, they gave up a bunch of picks. He's only played four games. But Jalen, to be fair, you say I hate Brock Party, love hate. It's love hate, love hate. And you call him. And you called Trey Lance, you said I'm Trey Lance fanboy. Let the record show that the last time we recorded and did our QB rankings, who did I have? <laughs> Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? Hmm. Oh, yeah, Brock Purdy was higher. So, because you both hate him. I'm just asking you. Said I love Trey Lance so much, I put Brock Purdy above him in the rankings. So, I think being a fanboy is less than being having a love hate relationship constantly throughout the playoffs. I do hope Brock Purdy <laughs> like that would be amazing, like long term. But we'll see. I'm just saying we'll see. Like I don't think they're giving up on Trey Lance yet. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. All right, Christian. This is something that I think you've been looking forward to. It's time for the Bengals breakdown because boy, oh boy, they've been in the news lately. If you haven't been paying attention <laughs> to some Bengals, Joe Mixon. <laughs> Decided to join in on a nerf fight, but he has been. I think they said he has finally been uh wet cleared from that, like he's no longer a suspect. But of course, I still let Christian have his fun. And uh, Jamar Chase having some baby daddy issues. So, uh, Christian, you're smiling, having the time. Uh, go ahead and take the floor, man. I, I'm already, I already know what I think about this whole nonsense. Going. We're only a month into the offseason. And we got we got Joe Mixon playing pew 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 with some seventh graders after he just got off the lift. After he just watched ESPN job a rant on the news, so he was like, "Yo, 
<laughs> let me match, bro. <laughs> let me go outside. Start shooting these little kids. Relax. <laughs> these hands are ready to eat for everyone. Let's get these. <laughs> and then, and then you got Jamar Chase got some baby mama issues right now. Threatening to get some smoke on him. He said, and I quote, I he's like, I said it. I'm pretty sure he said he told her in like a screenshot. He's like, I should have that nut in you or something like that. <laughs> like, what, what? I'm very curious of what she has on this man. Like, what? It's, if it comes, if it comes out and it's like Jamar, I saw you sticking needles up your butt, man. I saw, I saw you, man. I got the photos or something like weird stuff, bro. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh my God. It, it could be so weird stuff. Like, kind of how, like, you know, when Odell, that one summer. It's the, pure that love. One. it's the mystery. That's what makes it so dangerous. You know, the main reason why I put this on there is just because I wanted to throw and put into your guys' minds that even without Jamar Chase or Joe Mixon, I think Joe Burrow will still be able to win a game of football with some lawn chairs and, uh, Recliners out there. <laughs> I think you'd still find a way. No, I mean, I just, is- I, hey, like, I do agree with everything Christian said. That like the Bengals are obviously noisy, and it's good to see. Um, it's fun watching. But I obviously them give them close. way more respect than he does because, like, at the end of the day, I do agree with you. Also, they do still have, and I know Christian's gonna grimace when I say this, but they do still have, in my opinion, the unquestioned second best quarterback in the league. So you have to give them some respect. Like, I but um yes, it does make me feel good. I and Christian's over there laughing while his team's got all this QB drama. Meanwhile, I'm looking at Kenny Pickett's like two million dollar salary for the next three four years. I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling great actually. Oh man! <laughs> I, 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 the thing is, also to make it funny is that Joe Mixon's like he's on contract here. I'm pretty sure now. Like, and this this is like the contract. This, this is like the fourth incident now. Like, this is this is it's adding up, man. <laughs> it's a rough contract here for it, man. It's a rough contract. <laughs> and you have to pay T Higgins too. One of them's out. Maybe so, even both. Who knows? So, They're skill position I, players. Tomorrow's gonna be expensive. So Joe, go have fun with your little lollipop um ring pop little Super Bowl ring that you got. Like, good job, buddy. Like yeah. he's laughing right so hard right now. But like how hard do you think he's gonna be laughing when he's watching Desmond Ritter trot out there for the Ravens uh week one? Once the- oh, crazy, crazy because I won't be able to watch it because I just won't watch it. <laughs> he, did, uh, he did state that he was not watching. I mean, I would hate that. I would get so into pickleball, dude. You're, you, Christian, you'd be the second person I know to quit football for a year for a reason, for a reason, just a, a, for any reason. You're, you will be the second person I know that would quit football for a solid year. The only other person I know. Was my uncle when he when he was like he, he quit Broncos for one year after Peyton Manning retired. He quit the Broncos. He knew he knew how bad it was what, of an era was coming. So the it was a good chance is- for him to reset the page and cha- you know get a get fresh breathe, breathe that fresh air of the team again. But the, thing is, the, the worst thing is that I handle pretty much like all my fantasy leagues because I'm the one that's capable of like keeping <laughs> motherfuckers in line. Um, so. 
like I'm so, gonna ooh. have to have I'm, I'm gonna have to have interviews with people to you know have a, a, a interim commissioner while I'm gone. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm, whoa! I'm this is something that me... you need to share with group chats and uh, make sure they know know yeah. about all this. <laughs> they are notified. <laughs> they, I, I if they, this, this is their warning out. right now. If they if they listen to the podcast, this is your warning right now. Be prepared for interviews if Lamar doesn't <laughs> resign. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Good to know. Good to know. As a fellow member of said uh said league, but I guess we can go ahead and end the NFL with some better news. Christian, you've read this article in our group chat that was shared with us from a fellow Falcons fan, Calvin Ridley, back and reinstated on the Jags. Colby, how hype are you? And Christian, I know you're hype. We'll get to you too, but. Colby, what are your thoughts on just Calvin Ridley being, first of all, back in back in action for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just came off a big season? Well, you know, it's definitely good to know. Um, uh, it's it's good. Obviously, I'm excited for for him to be back playing and him to be on the same team as Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, because betting on a parlay, like that's I get why they had to suspend him, but considering some of the other suspension links, whatever. But, anyways. Um, yeah, it's exciting. I am also just kind of worried about it, you know, because as you know, Steelers have not the greatest history with the Jags. So, you know, they always are going to make me nervous no matter how, how Jacksonville they are. And this is the best they've ever been really with the quarterback. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the Jags are right up there to be top contenders in the AFC, obviously beneath the chiefs, but I think they're right up there with Buffalo, Cincinnati, Whoever else you want to throw up there, they're in that next tier for sure. And Cole, you think Calvin Ridley over or under fourteen hundred yards? I mean, probably under fourteen hundred is a lot. They still have a lot of other good players. That's it. I would, I would probably put the line more at probably eleven hundred or one thousand because they do have those other receivers. I think. I now the reason why I say fourteen hundred. It's because that's what I think he put in that article. He's saying that he wants to go out there yeah, and put he up 14. Yeah. He wants to go torch the league like he used to. So, Christian, what were your thoughts on Calvin Ridley coming back? And I thought that article was amazing. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it all? Yeah. Colby, if you haven't read the article, I definitely would give it a read. It is an absolute fantastic article. And I'm like, on a serious note, like, I really do believe this should be encouraged more of. Players coming out and just really expressing their emotions. Yes, people have stressful lives. And I think it's a good gateway to, especially if you're in a hard situation, that you, the media portrays it in a way, they run with it, and it causes other people to start thinking. Calvin gives his side of the story, and it's it's beautifully said. He goes through a bunch of stuff, um, and it's, it's a good, and, it's, and you can tell it's genuine. It's from his words. Um, so, of course, he probably had someone, like, come through and make sure, like, you know, if there's any grammar errors, because there wasn't really too much, but, of course, like, the human nature, but, like, oh, there's grammar errors. So, there's probably the clean up on there, but you can still tell. It is his words, him, how he goes about things, the expectations, he took accountability. Like, it's it's amazing. I think players should be more encouraged to do that, to do so. Just write out your feelings. If you're going through stuff, let me just write it out. So, I, I thought it was beautifully said. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to be – I'm a huge Calvin Ridley guy. That's awesome. Um, so I think he's going to explode next season now because of it. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that that was a great great recap, Christian, right there. Because yeah, that article was amazing, Colby. I do recommend it as well. 
but also just taken away from the fact dude was a beast and then that's the way i looked at it was dude was a beast you know and then he was playing on top of all these conditions like bone spurs get having his house vandalized and broken into i was like holy hell so colby looks like before we uh we send this off how much time do we have before the next one nine nine all right well that is do you guys really want to talk about the combine or are we going to keep this team going to the nba i think we got to go to the NBA. i don't think there's too much to say besides anthony richardson being good that was it we'll i'm glad you guys said that. that we'll do a draft special here coming up soon i think oh um, christian you're gonna have to go 10 for 10 again somehow uh, dude that will never happen again <laughs> dude we are here that is our promotion that is our promotion this that draft combo i'm gonna have to show that show you the number i'm pretty sure the draft special is like one of our top episodes it is just like us reacting <laughs> and us predicting or like our top because we got it right like, well, <laughs> like that's one of our top we're gonna have to bring the heat then yeah we it's like our, so we gotta bring the heat but i said the only one uh, i missed was um the first Giants pick, I think, or it was I went nine for one. <laughs> that was, that's never happening again. That was a hot streak. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, I, I went like what three for not even like two for set. I think two for eight. <laughs> you went bad all that. Yeah, I think I went two for eight this past season on the draft. So I'm bring. I got to step up, but at the same time, I just can't put guys like Desmond Ritter in the top ten. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to let you take the wheels on the NBA. Yeah, so because we did so much NFL, we don't have to do a ton of NBA, but we'll get to the big news and then we can hit on any thoughts you got, Jalen, bounce stuff around. But obviously the big news that came out today, Kevin Durant slipped in warm-ups, rolled his ankle or sprained his ankle uh, pretty badly. He's out two to three weeks, which is almost the rest of the regular season. Um, So he'll be back for the playoffs, it looks like, but he's not really going to get much more practice with the Suns before that. Um, I mean, obviously the worst is avoided if you have him for the playoffs, but it does show that that's obviously with because of the Suns' age and the guys they have, that's going to be the big concern for them going forward. It's just health. Um, it sucks Katie's had so many injuries at this point in his career, but he has had a lot. Um, this one's like it's kind of a freak accident, which sucks, but you hope he's okay. Suns, I still think, are obviously dangerous if he's healthy, but I don't know, like – it's gonna be a, that's a tough ask, I think, for them to like make it. Uh, maybe they will still, but for them to make like a finals run or something with that little time playing together, maybe it won't matter because Katie's just so good and they have a lot of talent. But, but yeah, so that's big. Yeah, I think Katie's one of those guys that you can just parachute in. Obviously, my thing is his re- concern for re-injury. We saw him, you know, rush back in the playoffs before and sadly got injured you know and devastated himself he, what that injury was way worse than the last than the one before that wasn't it when he came back for the warriors in the finals so that's my only thing yeah. i don't know how this wraps up for phoenix obviously you needed those 16 games but he's one of those players you can always plug and play it's gonna be um Shout out McKill Bridges also. Um, so uh, remember, remember uh, who about bad mouthing him? Was it Colby? Was it Colby that bad mouth? Someone, someone got bad Bridges. What did I say about? Yeah, him? I, I think, think he said that the Nets are done. They're bums and they're trash and they made the worst decisions of their <laughs> life. 
That I don't think I said those, those exact <laughs> words. I don't. I could have sworn someone badmouthed me. I don't know why like Ray. No, it came from this podcast. I, I, I could have believed in the Nets just because Cam Johnson. I, I like Mikael Bridges as a player. I said he's a fine player. I just like thought they could have gotten more. Is probably what I said. Might, that, oh, you yeah, said they should have traded him. I think that's what he said. You think because you thought that they should oh, trade yeah, him. Oh yeah, it was that. And we're like, we were like, no, like, dude, he's been like the one guy. I mean, I think Mikael Bridges is a great player. Like, he's obviously the best player on the Nets. But like, I just yeah, like the rest of their team's not very good. Like, they'll be fine yeah. this year. They'll make the playoffs, but. But who knows? I mean, with this Kevin Durant situation, it's what now three to four weeks they're going to reevaluate him. So. That's yeah, play- we're getting to playoff times now. Like, how many weeks do we have left? Like, five, six? Uh, it's right there. So, and Phoenix, Phoenix, I'll, I'll see you in the first round. I'll see. <laughs> That's going to get serious. Who could want that smoke, man? He said, yeah, uh, keep talking once you find it. Like, ah. Bro, the- I can't wait. The Western Conference, as I've said already on this podcast, but the Western Conference first round this year, I don't know if this would be the greatest playoffs ever, obviously, but this is going to be the greatest first round ever in the West, not the East. But It'll just be content if the Lakers make it. It'll just be content. Like, Dude, the Lakers, I mean, they're a little bit scary if they can tread water till LeBron comes back. Yeah, but, I was about to say, who's just, more like, scary? The Suns. Who's going to Still, the Suns, I think. If no, Katie Suns got, will get bounced on the first, they round. have LeBron. Yeah. It's LeBron. Not, yeah, I mean the Lakers have some fear for sure. Yeah, but the Suns, the Suns are getting game bounces first round. Like they're gonna choke. They're gonna choke. Like we know they're gonna choke at some point. They're gonna do. It. Yeah, mm. well, it's gonna be a great like the seating. That's the other thing. Like just looking at this. So right now it'd be Suns Warriors four five, which would be great. Um, but like they, it's all so close, like it could easily change. The Warriors are half half game above ninth, and they're in fifth right now. So like it's all so close. You don't know what the matchups are going to be, but it's just going to be wild how it comes down to the wire. That's the best and grossest part about the West. Can I can I build a humble brag on the Nuggets off of that? Who I feel like are getting a little disrespected. Uh no, actually, you know you can't. They can't even beat a team in the East. So no. I'm not saying they would beat a team. Yeah. To be fair, I think <laughs> I think Milwaukee's the best team. Milwaukee's the best team. Yeah, you can't say too can't say too much on it because then like people start talking about Jokic and then Kendrick Perkins and JJ Reddick start going at it for you're like oh that's a random Wednesday like what's going on here? <laughs> um, so the Nuggets, I think Jokic does have. A lot of pressure on him because oh, sure. you, you like you, you got you you're about to win your third MVP. He still might not. Yeah, yeah. It could change their mind. Like, he will. Yeah, probably no, will. I, but think, I think it's 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 definitely joking just to lose, but we'll see. So Colby, tell me the Bulls are a team like the Bucks after last night's performance no. of losing by twenty. No. It's the NBA, the NBA like regular season. Anything can happen. You telling me the Orlando yes. Magic are like the Bucks, losing to them by eleven? Well, the Orlando Magic will someday be like the Bucks because they do have Paolo Bancaro, who's the best young player in the game. But not actually, but he's up there. He's amazing. Um, but you no, like, anything me can happen in the NBA. Game season. It's an eighty-two game season. There's freak games all the time. Do I think the Bulls are better than the Nuggets? Absolutely not. Even though they ran them out of the gym last night. Look at the 
the Nuggets are of the second best record in the league, and they have twenty losses. Like the NBA is such a grind. It's so it many- is hard for me to pick out these losses. <laughs> but the trend is there because I had a. This was something that I did write down for NBA news. The Wolves and Nuggets have been struggling against those Eastern Conference teams, and it has lately. Lately, the thought of my mind is I think the East, despite all the fun that we get to have in the West, I think the champion's going to come out of the East. That was. That was my big little big, might be the one of the you know how Ernie writes them down. That might be the sticky note right down right there. His Eastern Conference just comes away with it because I, I lost faith in the Nuggets after they lost to the Bulls last night. You know, I lost faith in my Wolves when we got clapped by the Sixers this week. So it, it's it's been a it's been a rough outing for us Western teams against the East, and and, and I'm not looking and like I said we. We are struggling against like the magic, Colby. Come on, man. Like you guys gotta represent us better. You can't be losing to the magic. And it's not acceptable. And Christian, the magic. Let me tell you, man. They they are struggling, Christian. How are you feeling about those Mavs lately? Colby, I'm slightly cutting you off, but okay. they're up and down. Then they've got what, two wins underneath their belts with Kyrie? Dude, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just literally like that is the only positive mindset I have. Cause I, I know the inevitable that it's just not gonna work out. But we're just here for the ride. Just just beat the Suns in the first round and we're good. That is all I'm asking for. Low, low expectations. Let's let's have it. Let's let's have fun. Because it's it's it's, it's sloppy out here. It's just, it's, it's very sloppy. But like I said. Just that, just to remain positive, optimistic. Let's have fun, boys. Let's go out there. Yeah. It's been an entertaining ride, for sure. You guys have been scoring a lot of points. It's been a hell of a ride so far. Just, you know, only two wins. Just only two Um, Let's see here. Oh, here we go. Me and Colby were talking about this one earlier. Christian, you know who's not having a good ride? Fred Van Fleet in these versus these refs. Uh, did you see that clip? Did you dude, see that? These refs are getting out of control right now. Like, what is going on? What is going on, dude? I saw the technical foul that Jordan Poole got the other day. What was that? Amphrey Simmons is- was the one that I saw. I saw the one on Amphrey where he, he was just standing there, and he just – the other side ref was like, wait, what just happened? Like, even the other ref was like, what is going on? I love how sports is refing is getting questioned lately, NBA and NFL. Everything's rigged. WWE is about to get legalized in gambling, which Christian looks like you're about to start watching some wrestling again, buddy. Start some watching some WWE, man, just like the good old days. And it's happening in Colorado. It's one of the states that are <laughs> going to make it legal, apparently. Uh-oh. All right, that's those were my up there on the Fred Frank Fleet. It just came in by 30k. Say. 30k, Colby. <laughs> that was definitely worth it. That was all. That was oh, yeah. Fred Van Fleet has so much money. This is the NFL. Everyone gets crazy contracts in the NBA. Fred Van Fleet, that's nothing to him. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> only 30k. That was worth it. That was completely <laughs> worth it. All right. I mean, if I if that was speaking, if I had NBA money, folks, obviously. If one of us got hit with 30K, that's I'd be depressed. <laughs> I'd be depressed. Um, I'm going to take the last fun news here. John Moran. I don't know if I'd call that fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I forgot. He's a uh, stressed out player right now. Um, we have to remember he is going through mental issues. Um, for those of you that don't know, please find a way to look at his Instagram live and tell me if he was stressed out. Um, shirtless in a club, smiling with a drink and a drink and a gun and drinking in one hand and a gun in the other. And a phone somehow recording him because I think that drink wasn't there. <laughs> we have to still give this man the respect and space of being, of, you know, he's going through a tough mental challenge right now. So, Colby, I'm trying to give him my condolences. Can you, uh, can you speak on this, please? I mean, please. I mean, yeah, like, obviously he's being an idiot. Like, there's no reason for him to be doing any of this stuff. Like, obviously, not all the stories that uh, all the information is completely out there. But the gun and the club thing—I mean, that is beyond stupid. Like, you cannot do that. You just can't. So, like, and like, also, like, don't want to be like, not trying to be negative, and I'm not the first person to say this, but like, dude, like, that's also dangerous to be acting like that when you live in, you play in Memphis, you don't play in New York or L.A., like. Dude, it's it's Memphis, Tennessee. Like, sucks to say, but like, that's one of the most dangerous cities in America. Yeah, people, they, people get murdered all the time in Memphis. Like, so that's like, it's just stupid. You should not be doing that. And so, like, hopefully he can get it under control, and it's just like a phase. But it would suck if like, because this Grizzlies team was awesome and so fun to root for before they started talking too much, and now this is just like taking a dark turn. So, yeah, like, it's just stupid. Like, he's got to get it together man the league is gonna have to like they're gonna step in if he doesn't like they'll suspend him for a long time with the stuff he's doing christian your thoughts oh i'm glad i'm not the one that said it because i was gonna come in well she's like what gotcha gotcha man (laughs) man let's get this let's get i know fuck it i'm tagging off (laughs) (laughs) give this man the mental space man he's going through hard times man He's had a little pew pew little water gun. <laughs> okay, okay. Get all the funny jokes out the first out the gates. My my AirPods are probably bigger than that little gun he had. If you're gonna go out, bro, at least have like a Desert Eagle, like. But this man, like probably the tiniest gun ever. <laughs> and, and and the thing is also. <laughs> He was the only guy. Part of my take said it, and I didn't. I didn't realize it until I saw the second clip. But shout out part of take, my take for this. He was the only one shirtless in there. Jesus, <laughs> you can't be the one guy that just has a shirt off. You can't just do that, especially in the strip club when <laughs> it's supposed to be the opposite. <laughs> I was going to say I, I'm lost. I'm lost on that as well. After a loss, may I add, we forgot after, after they lost to the loss. Nuggets that night. They lost to the Nuggets that night. We forgot to add in that factor. Something uh-huh. that Colby probably uh, probably well, doesn't want to add his team to. Yogi didn't go out to the club either. He probably went to like look at a horse video or something. <laughs> One video game. Jokic so- went home and sat down in his grinder and looked at the ceiling. That was his entertainment of the night. <laughs> Get the private. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More than I, I don't know which jokes are coming into heavy today, man. These all are right, all. Christian, that just made me think of 
I'm sorry. I have to, this is even further off. I just see Jokic laying in bed looking at Primer. That just made me. That just made me think the of still. I think the funniest NBA tweet I've ever seen was after the Raptors won the championship with Kawhi when all the Kawhi memes were at their peak, and um, I think it was Worldwide Wob. Someone tweeted. I was like, it's like you just know Kawhi went home. Heated up a bowl of ramen and unpaused that episode of Everybody Loves Raymond after that. Everybody loves <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Okay. And Christian, um, before we wrap up, John Morant, I just wanted to throw in for both of you guys, actually, and everyone. The Daily Show had Marlon Wayans, the comedian, talk about this. It was hilarious. And that was when I was doing this little gesture, Christian. He was like, that's how big his gun was. He was doing this. That's how he was holding his gun. And that's how big it was. It was literally like he was doing this. I I highly recommend after this, you guys check that out. It was hilarious. I had a good laugh and everything. But um, but before we move off the Grizzlies. I was I was gonna say, but on a serious note, on a serious note though, all jokes aside, Jaw, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) Like, Like the fact that makes it worse. Is that Stephen Adams literally had an all players meeting to discuss this and pretty much aim it at y'all? Like, dude, we cannot be going out like after literally losses, too. You have to play better. They have an awful away record. And then that happens, like, and especially because Stephen Adams, like, that dude's like scary. Like, <laughs> don't want to mess with Stephen Adams. Um, and he's, he just seems like a teddy bear, too, at the same time. Like, he, you don't want you. He's like he's like your dad. Like you don't want to disappoint your dad. Like, but his NBA you, cred isn't there, sadly. Yeah, so, like, the thing is, like, job, bro. Like, what are you doing? You're on the cusp of two hundred million. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we're what talking. Are you doing? The thing is, it's also if the NFL completes their investigation and they find out that Jaw did bring that gun on the plane or any other gun, that could have that could have been just one. You don't have to go to three, TSA for private. If they find out that he somehow had this on there, it's a 50-game suspension that the CBA will announce. That is heavy. Yeah. And maybe like, and maybe it's it's the wake-up call that's needed. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And it may be, maybe I'm not rooting for him to get that suspension. But part of me is just for him to wake up and, like, dude, you cannot throw this away. Simple as that. And of all of these, like, especially because Jaw has been acting a little different, I would say, this past, like, two, three months. Like, dude, there's been multiple warning signs, and, like, it's all yeah. just finally exploded. And not not a good look at all. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not rooting for the suspension, but part of me is just for him to – finally wake up because who knows if like this actually if he actually takes it serious we don't know this could also just happen again if it happens again yeah and see this is why i'm rooting for the suspension christian is because i think it's best for the team because my next topic for the grizzlies is dylan brooks his name is back in the news cycle he has been you know putting more attention on the team that they do not need so it it's that type of thing where it's like maybe this suspension can not only send a message to jaw and you know because obviously we're rooting for him to get back together all jokes aside yes um 
but also send a message to, you know, the other young players on that team, like Dylan Brooks. And I, I don't think, honestly, maybe just Dylan Brooks, because he's the main one that I have more concern with. I don't see Desmond Bain doing this type of thing, personally, just because the way you can, honestly, I just do the eye test, in my opinion. When I look at, look at him, I'm like, eh, Desmond Bain doesn't seem the type of guy. Like, Miles Turner. I didn't think he was, the, and you can look at him, you're like, he's not the type of guy, but I didn't think he was a Lego man, <laughs> like that type of thing, you know? So like, you know, he's not that type of guy, but you wouldn't expect how much of like, is he a Lego man type deal? So, but anyways, um, yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on that though? Dylan Brooks calling out Draymond Green, four-time NBA champion, all-star as well. On top of all this Memphis stuff, if you wanted to, if you wanted to take the Memphis current situation out of it, you can. It's hard to do, but it's against the Warriors. They lost to the Warriors somehow, so they're they're salty. Colby, you're a NBA expert. Well, I do you think, think Dylan Brooks is just salty. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Dylan Brooks is dumb with a lot of the stuff that he's done. He's done dirty things, playing style, and he talks too much like the Grizzlies team. But I feel like we do have to preface. He did back it up at least momentarily because the Grizzlies are – there's three minutes left, but they ran the Warriors out of the gym tonight, um, even oh. though they cooked them. But it was on the road, and the Warriors are the worst road team ever. Um, <laughs> that is true. The Warriors are about to be 7-26 and 26 on the road after they lose this game. That is incredibly bad. That's a big news factor right there because Shaq just came on air and said that he thinks the Warriors will still win the finals. I disagree. Oh. I do not think they will win the finals. No. I don't even think they'll win the West. Colby. I, 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 just, oh, I, just I never, don't know, I man. Just, I can never <laughs> count People were counting them out at this time last year. Yeah, but they, weren't, they were the three seed last year. They're 7-26 and 26 on the road. No team is ever, like, the worst road record to ever, like, win the finals is, like, around 500. Like. Yeah. There's, it doesn't make any sense. And, like, they, I agree they can still be kind of scary. And, like, they're not going to have home court because they've lost all these road games. So they're going to have to play more road games. Last year was wild, but, no, nah, I don't think I don't think they're going to go that far, to be honest with you. I, I think, think I'm just molded. I think I'm just molded. And, like, I have to put respect on their name because they are a true dynasty of this, you know, pretty much decade. Like, I, <laughs> I have to put the respect on it. Um, but Draymond did get 16 points, though, tonight, so – that's a lot more than he usually does. Hey, that's a Draymond game right there. He came and showed up. If you yeah, put up 16, he means he was having a day. Talking about the Dylan Brooks stuff, I mean, the Eli Apple of the NBA. Um, this, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Like, this, yeah. like that was good. This, you can't, you can't just call. Like, I understand the trash talk of things, but dude, you're 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 trying to minimize a four-time NBA winner. A defensive player of the year, you don't got nothing, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, and so, and, 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 he, and he dresses horribly. Um, so that's another thing to tag on. Like he, his outfit choices are really bad sometimes. But uh, I don't know. Don't book, bro. You get a reality check, bro. Look what you. Jeez. Huh. All right, Colby. I think you're going to be happy about this next news one that I found. The Bucks have taken the number one spot in the Eastern Conference Finals after a long time. The Seas were on your power rankings at the top spot, but I think you did just remove them not too yeah, recently. You did just remove them from that top spot. 
So you dodged a bullet. But what are your thoughts on the Bucks taking that number one spot in the East? And do you think they can hold on to it for the rest of the season? Yes, absolutely. They're better than the Celtics. I fully yep, believe. There you go. I've always, Definitely. I always kind of thought that. I had them at the top at the beginning of the year, but the Celtics had been a better team, so I had to put them up there because they did look even better than last year for a while. But no, the Bucks are better. You know, I feel about the. They've lost one game out of like their last twenty, I think, or something like that. Uh, they had like a sixteen or seventeen game win streak um, that just got snapped the other night. So yeah, they're they're the best team in the league to me. I think they're the. To me, the pretty clear favorites to win the title, or at least they should be. Um, they have the best player in the sport, and they've done it before. Um, I, you know, I said many times, I think they would have won it last year and gone back to back if Middleton didn't get hurt, because they almost beat Boston without him. And I don't think Golden State would have as gr- as great as Golden State was during that playoff run. They do not. I don't think they could have stopped Giannis if he had all his guys out there. So I think they would have gone back to back if he didn't Middleton didn't get hurt. So yeah, I fully believe in them. They're the best team. All right. And Christian, before I pan to you, I got I got a different question. You're a betting man. What are the odds that we see the two one seats match up in the finals? Um, I could probably find that out, but I I've always been on the Bucks. Like <laughs> I've always had the feeling they've been better than the Celtics. Like it's just it's just that reality that Giannis is that guy, bro. He's so, how do you guy. feel about the Nuggets making it then? I think the Nuggets. I'm on it. Like I'm rooting for it, but it's the West. <laughs> Anything can happen in the West. Fox, I would say. So, I would Fox live up to one end. So we got to put up an odds oh. number, man. I'm saying I'm gonna go put it. I'm gonna start. One dollar I mean, gets you. They're going to go plus 15. Yeah, plus 1,500. I think plus 1,500 are good odds for the two one seeds to meet up and the NBA finals. It is a lot. Jump on it now if you truly believe it. The Milwaukee Bucks against the Denver Nuggets is plus 800. <laughs> and there's actually the Celtics versus the Nuggets are much lower odds at plus 750. So they're anticipating the Celtics to win. What's the, what's the most – can you see like what the – most likely, which one is the all of her favorite? Like, that, like the, the overall favorite is the Celtics against the Nuggets. Oh, interesting. Mm. And then it goes Bucks versus Nuggets in second, Celtics against Suns in third, Ooh. and Bucks versus Suns in fourth. So their Suns are like they're like right there in the back. The Vegas giving the respect to the Nuggets. I'd love to see and it. And then fifth, <laughs> fifth, Colby wouldn't guess this, but. The Celtics against the Warriors. Woo! Round two. And then in six, the Bucks against the Warriors. Like, Vegas is on the Warriors to make a run. I'm telling you, man. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. But I am upset that we didn't hear one team because this team just got back-to-back wins with Russell Westbrook, Colby, those Clippers, baby. Back-to-back wins. And... Just now announced 126 toilets, baby. Let's go. 126 toilets. I can't wait. I can't wait when I'm like probably like 10 years from now and I actually do an LA trip and I get to go see all those toilets in that stadium. Let's go. 126. The Clippers, I do like that. That was funny. They should have been had their own arena. That's besides the point. Um, But yeah, that's funny. I mean, I, 
obviously I respect Kawhi, but the Clippers now. I don't think they are dangerous. They have Westbrook. You can't. You have Ooh, no chance Jesus. to win the championship if Russell Westbrook's playing important minutes on your team in 2023. I'm sorry, but that's just that's just a cold hard fact. If Russell Westbrook is going to be out there in important moments of the playoff games, you are not going to win. You are just you can say I'm a hater, whatever. Call me a hater. That's just this cold hard fact. So no, the Westbrook thing was unnecessary, and it, I understand kind of why they did it, but it's stupid, and it's going to bite them. It's already costing them. They were on a huge losing streak before they won these last two. Um, yep. So could they be kind of dangerous? No, but I would feel. If you're asking me how I'm feeling, if Nuggets play Flippers first round, second round, whatever, pretty confident. You just hope that cat doesn't come back. That's all you're hoping for. I would love um, to see Minnesota in the playoffs. No disrespect. Oh, you're going to bite. You're going to eat those words, buddy. You're going to somehow eat those words. But uh, you guys got any other uh, NBA or NFL news that we haven't covered? You guys got anything? I just wanted to mention quick just to continue to pat the greatest take in the history of this podcast. As uh, Memphis collapses and uh, Phoenix loses KD's injury, what do you know? Light the Beam has climbed to the number two seed in the West. The number two seed. Even uh, I was so high on them before the year, and even I didn't think they would be this good. I mean, I mean what is going on? It's amazing. It's an electric atmosphere. I'm really just so happy for the people of Sacramento and the Kings, man. And I hope they I hope they went around. I really do. I hope they don't just like fizzle out immediately in the playoffs. Um I I, I it's awesome. That's so hyped that they have the chance to be the number 2 seed. Currently the number 2 seed. Christian, do you respect the Beam team? Dude, it's awesome. That is Beam awesome. <laughs> like it, it is it, it's just, ah, that is awesome. Dude, to see them like have success after so many years of just being a laughing stock and just not caring. And the fact that they've only had one primetime game this entire year. It'll change like, next year, for sure. Oh, it'll change oh, they're going to get a lot more. Yeah, and it, it's just awesome. That's awesome, dude. Like, then they, they just see the fans. Like, I just love looking into the environment, like, how it's kind of interacting. And, like, you can just see the pure happiness, like, the fans are in. Like, it, it's awesome. That's – I like dude, the Dude, going crazy. To see them going crazy when they light that beam – I, I like I just like my boss said that he's spending his vacation and it's going from Vegas and it ends in Sacramento just so he can see a game yeah, of them lighting the beam and everything. Like he wants to be there for that environment. It's on his bucket list of the weekend. That's I was like, that's it would be a bucket list item of mine, too, if I could. Yeah. You know, this yeah. team is playing insane, Colby. I'm glad you brought that up because they did sneak their way to number two, despite all of these West Conference moves. The beam team, boy. This podcast still believes. <laughs> Their well, offense is, like, perfect. It's just beautiful. So, does, does anyone want to guess what their odds are to win the NBA championship? Probably not very high. Plus 1,800. <laughs> Plus 10,000. They, oh. they are lower than the Miami Heat, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Cavaliers. I think that is extremely disrespectful. That is disrespectful. People on, that means the Wolves are higher than them, though. So I believe in that. That's okay. You know, you, just, you know, they got to put the Wolves there. You got to give the Wolves credit. You got Anthony the Wolves, Edwards. The Wolves are plus 25, You got to do what you got to do. The Wolves are plus 25,000. 
I'm so lower. That is extremely like out of the question. But if you put $1 on the Kings to win it, you win $100. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this in right now. Wow. <laughs> I, they, uh, I mean, I understand why they're that low. Just because, like, it's so hard to win in the playoffs when you're young. Like, realistically, NBA, they're obviously the awesome. Teams are in. NBA history will show you. A dollar to win a hundred. I put a dollar on the Kings to win the NBA championship. Yes, sir. Why not two dollars? Two hundred? Sheesh. Two hundred. Oh. Three. Five hundred, five hundred. Yo, it could be like Blake Christian. It could be like our friend Blake. You know, he put money on the, the Vikings gambler the on the cashed out, and right when they made the playoffs, <laughs> that man's the most degenerate. Worst. I I fade his picks all the time. Blake, if you're listening to this dude, I fade literally every single thing you put in that group chat. You don't hit on anything. You like, I, you, if you do, he, it's he so made like, me broke so many times. <laughs> I think my count has gone under, like near under, I don't, because like I'd be like, man, I'm desperate, and then Blake sends in like one of his picks. I'm like, god damn it, this dude hits on the most oddball stuff. But that's gambling for you, folks. Be careful yeah. if you have a gambling addiction. Please call one eight hundred gambling. Um, <laughs> um, gee, well, Rick, forty. Any other news? Or we're going to the best segment of the day. I think so. It's covered a lot of ground. Well, folks, it's that time. We didn't make it to the midnight hour out east, but we will be jumping forward this weekend. So it is oh, time. Daylight savings? Yeah, daylight savings is this Sunday, folks. Yeah, we, will, we will be springing forward. So you'll be waking up an hour earlier. Um, final thoughts. Colby. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go to you know as much as we talk about um, Brock Purdy and my love or hate relationship, with him, um, and I do love him. However, as my you know, I'm go clones go. Love the clones. The best clone in all of professional sports by a mile, and that I've seen in my entire life following sports is Tyrese Halliburton. He is unbelievable. He had 19 assists tonight and 29 points OT win. He's maybe the best young guard in the league. He's in that conversation, at least, as far as rising stars, young players. He's already, like, I mean, he I, he's probably maybe top 10 guy, like, trade value-wise in the league. Like, there's probably not 10 guys in the league I'd trade straight up for Halliburton. He's so good, and it's great to see a clone. Even though he's a one-and-done, um, he's the best player that Iowa State's ever had in basketball, just from, like, the NBA perspective. He was awesome to watch in the three point contest. I watched that. T- I watched that stuff, folks. Um, Christian, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, the Boston Bruins are down. Um, they're my money maker NHL. They are the number one seed. They have been balling. I always just put in like 15, 20 bucks anytime they're playing, just because they win all the time. So it's they've been my cash cow. Um, but unfortunately, they are down. So it looks like I'm gonna lose out on fifteen bucks. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good to be back on here. Football and NFL free agency is on. As well, congrats to our fellow podcaster Colby on his engagement. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have to give you the flowers. Uh engaged man. Thank you. Thank you, boys. It means a lot. Yes, it is very exciting. I'm very happy. Um, so thank you all. It's gonna be a good time. Um and I guess my final thoughts. Keeping it all nice and, uh, you know, 
guess a little ceremonial. Eric Kendricks, man. That sucked. That 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 you know, Christian, when you said sports control our day, that was something that I woke up to and I was like, oh, damn, that just happened. Like I, I did not think that he would leave me so soon. And the thing is, I was playing Madden the other night, and it's 2027, and 2026 just wrapped up, and that's when he decided to retire, and he was still a Viking. And I was like, damn, Madden got that wrong. And I was so upset. But also I was so grateful for the moments that he gave us. It was he had so many electric moments and made that defense reputable till pretty much this season. So as always, folks, this was a some good stuff. And uh oh, I got one thing. I got one thing. I got oh, one thing. Whoa, 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 pause. Totally forgot everyone. Touch anything. Go ahead. March March Madness <laughs> is upon us, everyone. March Madness oh, is that's here. Right. That's right. We completely forgot about that. Oh wait, we got like, Tuesday. How, we'll how, be, if you want to join us Tuesday, Christian, my, my bet my, my bedtime is at nine p.m. on Tuesdays, brother. I am <laughs> I'm going to bed. So I will put I will I will put I, I will put my numbers. my winner in. I haven't put it in officially in, but I will be taking. I did go on a nine and one run last year. It will never happen again as well. Um, I I don't know how I did, but I will also be putting my picks in every time I come back on. I'll come back on weekly now for the March Madness. And was afraid to point back big, on. That's big Ooh. news. Big so, news. I'm playing my picks. Let's go. My my official winner. I will be taking just for the collusion of NCAA and Jim Nance's last ride. We're going Houston, baby. It's a long oh. So and it's in Houston. We are going all collusion here. We are we, we are we, we are we are going all rig mode here. I love that Houston. That's great. Oh, can I say last thing? Go ahead. Actual last thing, because Christian say March Madness made me think of it. This should have been my final thoughts. We had to give our all of us give our alma mater some love. JMU women's basketball team going to the tournament. Yeah, the the streets, baby. So the, yeah, the, the boys gave it their best shot. The boys, boys gave it their best shot. Shout the ladies. Yeah. So there we go. That's some good stuff. Woo. Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.